I dreamed of traveling the long road, singing my songs to that distant stranger. Yes, I know it's sad for you, but it's something I got to do. And I will be coming home, back to the mountains, back to being free from all there is to be. Coming home to live and the life I once knew. Hello, everyone. And welcome to Bedtime Bible Boys with Brock, Trey, and Theron TJ. Thanks Thanks for for listening. We love you, Mom. And you too, Gail. How you boys doing tonight? Good. Good. I think it's a good night tonight to remember and allow our listeners, our little humble crowd of followers, to understand. I don't think we've ever taken any time to express what our mission is with Bedtime Bible Boys. Yes, sir. Our mission is to um, help people um, understand the Lord better and... hopefully even accept Him as their Savior. Absolutely. I mean, we want to give the good, uh, the Great Commission, the good news of Jesus Christ to the world. And specifically, our aim is if you want to define it as narrowly as possible it would be helping fathers with introducing their own sons to the lord and establishing a relationship with him through a strong identity in jesus christ it's not easy all the time to talk to your own kids about the lord but it's very important that as fathers we take a leadership role in our children's lives and we stress the importance of the love of God and the identity that he gives you in Christ because this world is constantly trying to fill you with an identity and sometimes that identity can be harmless but sometimes it can be very harmful And what I want to do, sorry, what we want to do is share our conversations where every night we open up the word of God and we search for through the stories on how we can strengthen our identity and protect ourselves against the attacks of the evil one that exist in this fallen world and give other parents a little preview of what it looks like to do this with your children. Our hope is that fathers and mothers and anybody who's a father figure or a mentor figure, mother figure in a child's life, we hope that this will get people started um, in, in a way that they do this with their kids on their own. And that's not to say we don't want them to start listening and then stop listening to Bedtime Bible Boys. 
But if they feel prepared and moved by the Lord to... Dogs. <laughs> yeah. If they feel prepared uh, and anointed by the Lord to just open up the Word and start reading and just discuss the Word with their own children, then we hope that we've encouraged them and showed them an idea of, of how simple it can be. That you don't, I don't have a degree in theology. I haven't read the Bible cover to cover, and I haven't studied all these chapters. I'm learning as I go along too, and I'm trying my best to allow the Holy Spirit to speak to us through the written Word of God. And I hope that people are inspired to do this with their own children, uh, because as parents, I'll just inspire you right now, as parents, uh, you have a responsibility, you have a a wonderful responsibility that was gifted to you from the Father to encourage your children in a relationship with the Lord. And I will say this, that do you boys remember when it comes to encouraging a heart to follow God, how many hearts is our goal? Do you remember? At least one. One heart. That's our goal. So if there is even one person whose heart is moved in a direction towards a relationship with the Father, then we will have served our purpose. And if there's more than that, then we're just thankful. But we're not going after a big following. And if that happens, great. But we're not going after that. What we really want is authenticity, is depth. We really want to reach somebody's heart and introduce them to the Father and what He has for them as parents and as children and, and really transform a heart through opening a door into another another part of their relationship with the Father and allowing Him to do all the work, allowing Him to do the changing, the saving, the, the beautification, to just finishing His work, uh, making us into new creation, and that is really what we're after. And if there's two hearts, then I guess we got twice as much as we went for. And we're just thankful. We are thankful for the one. Always thankful for the one. And that is our aim. And we appreciate anyone who listens. And we're just, we're on our path. We're moving forward with Bedtime Bible Boys. We have our, our website set up. And we're going to start adding to that a little bit more and uh, finishing up getting the business set up and we don't have any any goals for the business right now we just want to we just want to have it incorporated so that way we have something we can build on and if it turns into a way to glorify the lord and bring more to him then that's great and if it just stays exactly what it is right now i will be more than satisfied because my goal in this is a father outside of anybody who might hear these just in this own home I just want to strengthen you boys, and I just want to show you that the Lord loves you, that he created you, and that he loves you, and that you have an identity that is strong in Christ. And I love you. I'm always in your corner. I am always in your corner. Good? Mm-hmm. Yes. In chapter 13 of Second Samuel, we read last night, we started the story about Amnon uh, causing turmoil in his family. 
and that he was on the verge of hurting his sister, his half-sister, Tamar. And rather than read the chapter word for word, you know, I'll just give us a summary that Amnon does end up hurting his sister. And when he has the chance to apologize to her and to help her after he's hurt her, he doesn't. He humiliates her and sends her away. And this really makes his other brother, Absalom, upset. Keep in mind, all these are David's children. They're just David's half-children because David has a lot of wives. And we've talked about that. The Lord's original design was for one man to be united with one woman, complete in a trinity, in a, in a unity with the Lord. And we can see that this obviously having multiple wives was not God's plan because that's one of David's biggest problems. He's got all these wives and he's got all these kids with them and there is issues, major issues. I also think about, well, well, let's just discuss this. So this happens. Amnon is David's firstborn son and Absalom is really mad at him because Absalom is full. He's a full brother and sister with Tamar. Whereas Amnon is only half bro- half brother to Tamar, and so Absalom goes away, and he requests that Amnon goes with him, and then Absalom has his men kill Amnon, so he ends up killing his half brother over the deal, and kind of taking revenge upon himself, and then he runs away from the house of David, and goes and hides in another in another place. He fled to Geshur, is where he fled. And, you know, there's more there, uh, but I think what we see here is that David's decisions with women, particularly, are are hurting him later on in life. His inability to control himself and his desires, and quite frankly, his lust for women, is causing him a lot of pain in his family. Look, he's already lost two sons. He's had two sons die over this and that's not the end of it you know it's going to be worse Nathan was right in chapter 12 verse 10 where he told David he said now now therefore the sword will never depart from your house because you despised me me being the Lord and took the wife of Uriah the Hittite to be your own so the sword is not departing from the house of David and he is facing a lot of consequences and we just see this this turmoil in his house and one thing one way I want to relate that to what we talked about you know when I talked about how we want part of what we're trying to do here is give give you boys an identity and what bedtime bible boys wants to do it doesn't have to be boys it can be daughters we want to give our children an identity and, and give them something to anchor to. Fill their hearts with love, fill their hearts with identity, so that way we're not going out into this world, to our schools, um, with our friends, to our sports. We're not leaving our house empty and looking for people to fill us with love and acceptance. We wanna leave here full of God's love, full of his acceptance. So that way, when we go out into the world, it's not, you guys aren't searching for it. It's pouring out of you into other people. I want you to be the influencers, not the influenced. Does that make sense? 
So I, I, I just want to challenge parents who may be listening or just mentors of children that David was not a good father. This, these themes happen kind of over and over here, and we just see that David's, all his children had, had some serious issues. He didn't give his children an identity. He didn't, a lot of his children seems like they grew up with affluent. They had a lot of stuff and they weren't given like purpose. They weren't given, um, it doesn't record where David's speaking to them and building them up in the Lord. You know, now we're just seeing uh, where David's family is having a, a lot of turmoil. So we just want, I just want us to be thoughtful of the fact that David's now had multiple sons who have died and even Solomon who is his most notorious son his downfall is going to be with women it would be better if David controlled if he was open with what he was struggling with and he built his sons up to not make the same mistakes he did to help him recognize when they're feeling sin, what it's trying to do to them, and to uh, just to equip his kids. You know, we talked about this last night before the episode where I was asking you boys about uh, cell phones and who has cell phones in your class, and what have you seen on their cell phones? And to this point, we're reading this chapter, and it's like, I'm not, I'm not doing those things because I want to micromanage your lives. I'm not doing those things because... Um, I don't want you guys to have any fun or have anything. I'm telling you about these things because the reality is even most adults are too irresponsible to handle the temptations that come along with having a cell phone with them all the time. Most adults don't handle that in a way that glorifies the Lord all the time. Some do some of the time, but a lot of people struggle to glorify the Lord with their cell phone use or with their lack of cell phone use all the time. And so a cell phone or, or a computer, it can be a source of terrible sin. And quite frankly, children in elementary school, in my opinion, are not equipped with the skill sets in life to understand how to guard themselves, how to identify when sin is trying to speak to them through digital devices. And to not give their mind over to it, but to flee from it the way Joseph fleed from Potiphar's wife. It, it can be hard to do that. And so the reason I ask these questions is because I love you. I want to be involved in your life. And if somebody is having, if there's a conversation being had in your school because of cell phones or in your mind because of something you've seen or heard or done, I want in that conversation. I, first, I want to have the first word in that. And I want it to be from God. But if I don't have the first word because this fallen world has already gotten to you, I want to make sure I'm in that conversation and I want to have the loudest voice because you are not going to encounter somebody on this earth who loves you more than your mom and me. You're not going to find him. And that's where that comes from. Do you boys understand that? Yes. 
I thank you that you're honest with me. I'm honest with you. Have I told you guys that I've struggled with sin? Yes. That's right. Have I told you guys that I've made mistakes? Yes. Yes. That's right. I'm going to be authentic with you. Okay? And as you grow, we're going to talk more and more about those experiences and how I've grown from them and how I can help you guys to to prepare yourselves. But for right now, I just want to live the authentic life, the accountable life, and um, and I want to help you boys. And that really is my focus. So I thank you if you have listened to this. I usually don't speak directly to the microphone because this is about the bedroom setting and, and us boys just having a conversation about the Lord. And I like to keep it like that. But tonight I'm speaking a little bit at the microphone because I want listeners to understand what we're trying to do here and that uh, uh, please if you are a mentor of children in any capacity ask the lord to rise up his spirit in you and understand your children be patient and gentle with them to love them and um, be that guiding light the spirit is your helper and he will help you when you need to know if there's something going on in your life or the life of your children or the the children that you're mentoring ask the spirit he will help you and um we have an amazing opportunity to uh just prepare great warriors for tomorrow and it is the joy of my life it is the absolute joy of my life so thank you boys do you have any questions no tomorrow we will get back in and pick up on chapter 14 I love you, boys. Love you, too. Okay, good night.